Well, yeah. I'm glad that you're back. Yeah, <laughs> it's good to be back. All right, should we dive into, um, let's dive into a question. What, yeah, all right. Is, what else did you want to talk about? We can talk about your ass kicking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that took... I think I think that took a big toll on the energy around here. Yeah. In in our little tiny studio and in uh in, in our purpose, in our in our bigger purpose in this yeah. adventure out here in California. So why don't why don't you share what you want or wherever it takes you? Yeah, I got my ass kicked. This ass kicking that happened. <laughs> it really did. All right. Well, so I got my ass kicked hard. <laughs> I think by people the, get that now. By the universe, yeah. really hard. And it's everything we talked about already about, you know, the cowardness and the laying down on the chariot and saying, I can't fight. Like I experienced, like I lived the Bhagavad Gita. Um, I guess it was about a month ago now. It all started in June. And I had a reading with Maria. I had a our, our psychic. I had a reading with her. I just felt like it was time. I had a reading with her. And one of the first things she said to me was, everything is changing for you. And I've been feeling the shift. I've been talking about like, I'm feeling like shift. I don't know what it's going on. Like with triathlon, I've been feeling like the shift and, you know, ultra running. I love it. Um, I've been feeling the shift away. Like I want to focus on the running and I don't know. And like, I can feel the attachment to, to triathlon. But at the beginning of this reading, she said to me, uh, okay, Jess, so everything is changing for you. Everything. You got it? And I was like, yeah, I got it. She's like, okay, so um, don't freak out. I said, all right, I won't. She was like, did you hear me? Everything is changing for you, and it's really important that you don't freak out. And I was like, okay, I won't freak out. And I'm like thinking in that moment, like, all right, something's coming. So we went on with the reading and as always, I pulled away some great clarity. And again, she said again, at the end, she said, you know, again, everything, everything is changing for you. Don't freak out as it happens. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to freak out. And then it was about a week or two later and I had this dream and I've done a lot of dream analyzation with my meditation teacher and, and a lot of my dreams are around water and water is about the emotions. And so I get these, I see these, like I'll have dreams about like big waves coming in and, and, and normally is sometimes these waves, like they're like tidal waves and they crash over me, but I'm super calm and so that's me knowing that something's coming, but I'm going to be able to ride it just fine because I've done the work and everything. And so this dream was like insane. These waves, like I was looking up and I couldn't even see the top of the wave. And they were coming from all these different angles. They were behind me as one was coming at me. They were, I could see them out of my peripheral vision. And as I was like calm in them, there was a couple times where they cra I couldn't get away and they crashed over me and I felt myself in this dream getting pulled into the wave and like kind of drowning a little bit. And I told you about the dream after that, but I didn't tell you about the drowning part because everything is energy and words are super powerful and I didn't I, I knew something was coming, but I didn't want to I didn't want to focus on the drowning part. Like the part where I like I was suffocating and I couldn't really breathe in the dream because these waves were like waves I had never seen before. So I was like, okay. And then we went to Boulder 
and had some experiences in Boulder that were intense. Like we were around some intense people and like feeling their energy. And, and so, uh, everything leaves an impression on you. And I kind of felt like I had a little bit of residue on me. And then we came back and it was shortly after we came back and I woke up, it was a Tuesday morning. I had, cause I, I remember this cause I had a session with my meditation teacher that morning. It was a Tuesday morning and I woke up early and I, I woke up because I, I woke up in a panic, like in a panic. Like I felt like my entire chest was about to explode. And I, it was like, that's what woke me up. Just this unbelievable, fearful panic. And I don't even know if I told you this part of it. And here you are sleeping so soundly and peacefully next to me. But what happened next was it was like anger and it was all directed at you. And all of a sudden in my mind, it was like I had this whole list, BJ, of all the things you hadn't done and all the things you were supposed to do. And I saw this, okay, so I could see it happening. And I was like, whoa, because I'm, I'm in the gap and I can see it. And I'm like, whoa, check this out. Like, this is intense. Like, look at this, like, energy coming into me. And now I'm trying to deny that it's mine and I'm trying to project it onto BJ. So what did I did? I laid in bed and um, I did some, some mantras to heal that energy between you and I. And here you are just like sleeping and Clark's sleeping and I'm like in this total panic. And I actually got up and I meditated and then I went and taught yoga. And, but it was like still with me, it was still with me. But it was starting to subside. And then I had a session with my meditation teacher that morning. And he said, how are things going? And I was like, oh, it's good, but I'm, I'm kind of riding some waves. And he said, well, what's going on? I said, well, I woke up in this panic. And I explained to him what happened. And then all of a sudden it just came back and I started crying. We started talking and our conversation got heated. And the way that he was, I still haven't quite understood stood fully what happened between he and I. I I believe that he had to stand up and and fight and and be and and really be stern with me. And that's really what happened to to wake me up, to really smack me across the face. But essentially I came out of that conversation with him like, oh my God, like I am pissed at him. I'm pissed that we're out here. I'm pissed that we got rid of everything we owned and we went on that trip and like, what are we doing? And everything I did was wrong and what is happening and I'm not teaching enough yoga and why isn't this coming? And, and, you know, and, uh, maybe yogi triathletes not supposed like it, it started to, I started to question everything, but I started to question it in a very negative way. Like everything was wrong. And what happened from that was that the, the intensity just got more and more and more. And I started to feel really, really dark. And so that day I took walks and I just kept crying, crying. And the, what I was identifying, it was so haunting, but it was a really familiar, uh, darkness. And it was a darkness that I felt earlier on in my life when I was like a teenager and really in a state of desperation in my life and not wanting to be on the earth anymore and feeling that, like feeling that, like, oh my God, zero to like a hundred I went. And I remember walking along the, the rail trail just with my sunglasses and a hat on and just being like, 
sobbing, sobbing. You were gone for the day. And I was just like, all right, this is going to be my day. I've got to move this energy. And so this is what's happening, right? Like I'm sobbing. I am like panicked. I am fearful. I am angry. Like all of this stuff is happening and, and it came out of nowhere. But there was still a part of me that could see it. And even though it was getting worse and I felt like I, like I was having trouble breathing, I was just practicing being calm. Like you have to practice being calm in the face of something like this or the face of any kind of intensity, in the face of any kind of negativity, in the face of any kind of tragedy. You have to remain calm. This is, this is how we get out of it. It was getting harder and harder to remain calm, but there was still like this little bit of light within me that I was so in touch with. And it was the tiniest little bit of light. And I knew that like, if I could just keep that light, it didn't matter how dim it was, but if I could just keep that light and, and, and see that through all of this, that I was going to be okay. Like that, that all of the work I had done up until now was to keep that little glimmer of light alive and connected with that. And so it went on into the next day and, and my meditation teacher was so awesome. He was like, we need, let's talk every, like, I'm here for you. Like, let's talk every day, text me, whatever. Like I'll come down, like whatever you need, let's get through this. Still kind of pissed at him though, because he's making me question everything. So I guess long story short, I had another session with him and it got super heated. It got really heated. Like he was yelling at me because I was falling deeper and deeper and deeper into the darkness. Like I, I didn't like, and I think I even came home to you, BJ, after a walk. And I just said, and you said, how are you doing? And I was just sobbing. And I said, I just, I don't want to be, I think I don't want to be here anymore. Like, that's how I felt. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be on this earth anymore. That's how I felt. Like, that's how desperate it was. And within that, I still had that little bit of light. Like I could still see it. I could still separate myself just a tiny bit to see. And there was still a voice in my head saying, none of this is mine. Don't attach to this. Like, don't feed this. Even though there was a part of me that was feeding it, like there was still that voice saying, don't feed it. You're stronger than this. And so I have this other session with, with meditator Bob and he is like getting super stern with me because he can see me, you know, in, in the weeks following, we've had talks about it. And he said, I could see you falling into a really dark depression. And, and, and like, I, I agree with that because nobody is, nobody is like feeling good when they say, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, that's insane. I don't want to be here anymore. That's crazy. But that's how it was suffocating me. I felt like I was being pinned down by the darkest, most evil energy. And it's out there, right? We, I don't give it a lot of talk. I don't give it a lot of time but it's very much there. And this is kind of what we were talking about earlier. Like the further you go down this path, that's going to try and come in. It's going to come in. It's going to try and come in. And it came in. And there was a part of me that let it in and I couldn't fight against it. Like I was so weak. And, and there was one point in my conversation with Bob where he just said, if you were going to be like this, I mean, and this is about like 20 decibels higher. If you were going to be like this, then don't come back here. And he just yelled at me, like, don't come back here anymore. And it was like, oh, like that. And then it was like, 
fuck you. Like, that's really how I felt. Like, in your meditation and everything that I've been following and all this bullshit signs and following my heart and it's all crap. And, and it was like the most devastating forest fire we've ever known in our life came through me and it killed everything. It killed everything. I could barely talk over those days. It was probably about, what do you think? It was like 24, 36 hours. At least. It was like, it was, I don't think it was like, I think it was about 36 hours of like really in the darkness. Like in it, and when I started to come out of it, I, it was like I had been, everything, this is what happened. And even in, I just want to stress that even in these moments, I knew, like I knew that I was going to have clarity on the other end. And, and even in these moments of like sobbing, of being like, I could just jump in front of a train right now. I remember, I remember saying like, it was so hard for me to even talk because I was sobbing so hard at times. I would, I would muster the strength to say, thank you. Like, thank you for this. Because I knew it was going to be an unbelievable experience in healing. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And finding gratitude in the darkest moment. Like, some of the darkest moments of my life is what I experienced a couple couple months ago or a month ago. So you stood up and fight. Right? <gasps> yeah, fought, like, right? on my knees. Right. But I you, couldn't even stand up. But you were in that moment. So you could say, otherwise, it would just encompass you and continually beat you down and beat you down and beat you down. Yeah, like, it couldn't, it was, it was so suffocating. It was so hard. It was so hard. But you were able to, what I'm saying is you were able to get into that moment of, like, this is it. Like, this is, this is fight or flight. Like, yeah. Like, I can take off. Yeah. Or I can just fight. Like I did. I and you fought. were aware in that moment to I fought. embrace it. Yeah. It was the most evil. It was the most evil yeah, of were, energy. From my um, perspective, you were really It was a super dark entity that like in a dark came place. into yeah. me. And mm-hmm. and I knew that all the work I had done up until that moment had prepared me to navigate this. So what happened was as I started to come out of it and I started to be able to be more calm for like, like the crying kind of subsided, like after a day or so, it took me a little while to like find peace with my meditation teacher. And I knew like I had so much clarity, like I knew that he had to be strong in that moment and, and not coddle not the feed. evil, not feed, yeah, not yeah. feed the evil, evil, not coddle my ego. I was completely wiped out. I, the one thing he kept saying to me was, when do you teach? You need to teach. You need to teach. And these two days, I, I, hadn't, I hadn't been teaching. So Tuesday morning, when it started, I taught a class. And then I wasn't teaching again until Thursday. So this happened Tuesday, Wednesday. And Wednesday, he was saying, you need to teach. Like, you need to get back and teach. And so Thursday morning, I taught. And I was completely wiped out. I was completely cleaned of any belief I had. I didn't believe anything. I didn't know what to believe. I was in this state of unknown that I've never been in before in my entire life. Everything I believed, everything I thought I knew was completely gone. And it was like a re, it was a rebirth. It was a total rebirth because I definitely felt like I died. Like it was a death for sure. And I've, I've had this before, but this was like no other. And I remember teaching that morning. I taught a 6 a.m. class. I was so raw. I was so vulnerable. And, I, and so I'm teaching the class. And I just 
thought to myself, just be present. That's all you have to do. I asked for the words. I said, please just let the words flow through me. And whatever it is that I have to teach, it will come through. And listen very carefully, Jess. Listen to the words that are coming through because those are going to be the words of truth. And this is how you're going to rebuild yourself by just being completely present and letting something greater than you move through you. Like let the truth comes through. Yeah, you have no belief systems. Like remember I kept saying to you like, I don't know anything. I don't know anything, right? So I guess I had reached the highest state of mm-hmm. intelligence. That's the I know, best place to be. I know nothing. And I knew it was, I knew it was. Through this all, I can't yeah. stress it enough, you guys. Through it all, I knew that this was going to be one of the greatest experiences of my life. And it was. Uh, and there's no way I would have been, it would have been had I not done the work that I've done leading up to this. So I taught that morning. I was very present, really connected to my body, really connected to my breath, the very instant of breath that I was breathing, the very morsel of life that I was living, and very much in the hub of who I am in that witness. And if you don't understand what that is, I've done a, I did a YouTube video on it, so I'll put a link in the show notes on like what that witness is. Very much sitting in that hub, and I could hear this voice saying, you are such a fraud. You are such a fraud. And, I, and then this other voice saying, I am not a fraud. Like, this is truth. Like, what I am speaking is truth. And, and it was so cool because what it was like, okay, so this forest fire came through, devastated everything, right? Completely burned down everything. And, and what happens in a forest fire? Like life comes up again and it's beautiful and it's super bright green. And I knew that whatever grew out of this devastation was something never to be questioned again. And, and, and the things that have grown out of this were really the core principles that I was believing up until this happened. And and know now to be more true than ever before. That, um, you know, we are, we are um, powerful. We are consciousness. We are love. Um, presence is all there is. Uh, the negative ego is crap. Don't buy into it. Uh, um, you know, separateness. We are not separate. We are one. Um, but, but the, the most, the most important thing is that all we have is this moment right now and in the most intense moments of our life and the most intense moments of any race and the most intense moments of any training in those moments when you give, want to give up so badly, you connect in with your breath, your body and be present again, you know? And so the truths that have come out that have grown up through this devastation have just really solidified myself in in what I know to be true so not even what I believe now I just know it to be true and the other thing that came out of this which was such a probably the biggest piece of the ass kicker was this is this is my journey this is my soul journey and nobody else's and it doesn't matter how many people are supporting me or not supporting me or the advice I get from people like I got to take all that with a grain of salt because the, the only thing that matters is what I feel to be true deep inside myself uh, for my divine blueprint in this life. And so that's what I took out of it. That was a big ass kicking. 
was. Big whoop ass kick. We've said ass a lot in this <laughs> podcast. I apologize, but it really was um, yeah. pretty much the most devastating thing that I have experienced so um, far. And shocking, shocking that this was still within me. So when we talk about, you know, one of the things that meditation, the thing that meditation does that nothing else will do in this world, uh, in this world that we know, is that it purifies your soul so it heals your samskaras. Your samskaras are the dark marks on your soul, the unhealed hurts. And that's the only way to do it, you guys. So you can go out and you can run and you can think that's meditation and all that. And it is in some sense. But the true healing and the real work is done by sitting and feeling, and in the most intense, darkest moments of your life, getting still and being calm. I did a lot of healing over those couple of days. Like I completely just checked out, totally surrendered to what was happening, um, slept, rested my body, got my, def- like really got my defenses, uh, not my defenses up in resistance, but my defenses in my my warrior skills and navigated it the best I could and remembered that within me, like the truth of who I am, I could still see that uh, no matter how suffocating it was. But I got this just unbelievable lesson in showing me really what is true. And it's not a belief. Maybe it started to move into a belief, even though, though it was true, but it was like this it's like something it's hard to put into words. So there's these things called the um, eternal truths. And so that's what I really feel like I was, I got this like indoctrination into, uh, like I got into this new club, like this new spiritual club, like they welcomed me in, but like you had a, I had a like walk over a field of coals while I was being shot at and, um, you know, attacked the whole time. But then on the other side, I was welcomed into this new level of consciousness of like, yeah, girl, now you know for sure, without question, the eternal truths. And, and that has taken my ability as a teacher up so many notches. And I think that this is a big part of everything changing for me. So... We'll see where it takes me. I'm glad I'm on the other side. 